All right, everybody, welcome back. We are on episode 60, Big Six Zero. I actually did look that up before we started this whole thing. And we only have a one hour time limit on this one because I want to go get dinner. Um, so huge shout out to Brownells. Brownells is a wonderful podcast sponsor. They just launched their new website. Uh, if you go over to their new website, it's still slightly infuriating, but it is a good website. They're working out all the bugs. They're doing everything they need to it, do. It looks a lot better. It looks fantastic. Like they pretty much gave the old girl a facelift uh it yes. looks fantastic um it looks you know it's it's great um i don't necessarily like how things look on there and how like it shows in stock and not in stock stuff uh, i really wish they would have consulted a the younger generation on that instead of the older generation <clears throat> so there's uh, there's still i will say there's still a lot rolling out with it because i mean that we still have like three weeks and then they're going to roll out the wish list that's not there currently so True. I think what we're seeing is still the early stages. Uh, it's way better than it was. Um, everybody always joked that it was like stuck in the 80s. Um, True. But yeah, there, there's there's more to come. Yes. So as Millar stated, we have a lot coming to the Brownells website. You can use code TRIGGERED. Uh, that actually helps out our buddy Dalton, who is in uh, the cool little group that I can't remember off the top of my head. Squad Drills. He's in Squad Drills. So if you go, uh, if you go use the code TRIGGERED on anything over $150, it'll save you 10%. Um, there's also plenty of other codes that you could do if you really wanted to, if you, if, if you like have certain requirements on how much you can spend, you're more than welcome to do that. But use code TRIGGERED for 10% off of uh, anything $150 or more helps out Dalton helps out the gun community helps out Brownells it helps out everybody so go use that code um, they have a ton of stuff on sale right now for Geisley but since this comes out on Monday it's not really going to help you since the Geisley sale will not be on um, and I really don't get to know the sales ahead of time but they have a ton of products that are that are hitting in stock and they have the new Beretta ADX Cheetah that should be in next month. So I'm very excited well, about that. Monday is President's Day. So they will have, I'm sure, a ton of stuff on yeah, sale. They will, including have sale on, they will have a sale on President's Day. This is very true. Also, uh, we have also another, uh, I, I don't know if I can say sponsor slash affiliate, but uh, we, are, uh, we are now representatives. Malar and I are now representatives for a uh, company called Boring Rifles. You can use the code STS, Sierra, Tango, Sierra, one zero. Um, you can use that code. It'll save you 10% off actions, swag, barrels, uh, barrel work. Uh, it'll save you 10% off of anything that you have there in their store. They are a phenomenal company. I mean, talk about a, the dude literally builds uh, rifles in his garage hits or not in his garage in a factory an actual legit factory um but he brings his kids to work with him every day the dude is a very humble guy uh, i still have not been able to talk with him yet but uh donna is the person that we've been in contact with and she is uh let's just say she's been very helpful so use code sts10 it'll save you literally a bunch of money. These, I'm, when I'm talking about boring rifles, I'm, I don't know how else to say this, but they are top of the line. They guarantee half MOA accuracy on a lot of, on a lot of the stuff they put out. Um, and I've never shot a better rifle. Uh, now this is coming from a guy who doesn't necessarily love shooting long range. Uh, I have done it. It's not a problem, but it's just not my, my forte. Um, I will say when I shot their gamer rifle, that's literally what it's called. Uh, carbon fiber, 22 inch, 6.5 Creedmoor barrel uh, on their boring rifle action. It was probably one of the best guns I've ever shot. And I was able to shoot a Pepsi can out at 600 yards. Uh, no problems, like consistent hits. Uh, it wasn't a legit Pepsi can. It was a steel target that looked almost like the size of one, but it was fantastic. Uh, Millar was able to shoot out to 500 with his. We, we did a lot of good work with those rifles. Also, a huge shout out to Cole uh, from Team POI. That guy helped out a ton uh, in that in that course with all of that stuff and getting everything put together. And uh, yeah, we, I don't think we could have done it without Boring Rifles and Cole. Um, definitely awesome guy. Cole's the head of marketing for Boring Rifles too. So if you want to go talk to Cole, uh, let him know that we sent you. Use code STS10. It will save you 10% over there, guys. I promise you it's very worth it. If you're in the market for a long range rifle, that gun will do it for you. Any one of their guns will do it for you. Anyway, getting into it today, guys, I'm sorry to make our long-winded intro. Uh, we're going to have to start breaking up these intros if we keep getting more sponsors. <clears throat> but uh, 
going into it, Justin, Justin's here from Silencer Shop. Again, he's going to dig more into what's been going on with the Form 1s. And we're going to go just talk about that. Uh, we have a lot of stuff to cover about Form 1s. Uh, I realize we're only kind of on a time crunch, but we will be having more episodes like this. But Justin, uh, he does work at Silencer Shop. Again, he's not here representing Silencer Shop. And again, we are not attorneys. So we're not giving you legal advice. This is not a legal advice podcast. I want you to realize that real quick. I am also not a licensed attorney in any state, uh, except my own mind. <clears throat> so Justin, give us a kind of a rundown of what's been going on with the Form 1s now that the amnesty period is is kind of uh, in effect, now that we actually have that, because we released our last podcast a little premature. So, or not premature, it was designed that way, but we released it ahead of time. So now what's been going on and how's everything looking nowadays? Uh, awesome. Thank you guys again for having me back on. Um, Last time, yeah, we went way over the time, but I think it needed to be done. We covered a lot of great information. Um, yeah, once again, I'm not an attorney either. Um, don't attempt to be one. Don't ever want to be one either. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're in the amnesty period. Uh, some dates I want to kind of go off of. We're literally about a month into the whole e-form one filing, um, which was first announced, I think, on ATF e-forms website uh, mid-January, January 15th, I think somewhere in that area. And now we're mid-February. Uh, Silencer Shop launched their um, uh, amnesty software for customers that have Silencer Shop accounts or even for new customers that want to join Silencer Shop, they can log on and uh, use our Form 1 generated software and now uh, implement their information to us to help them file their Form 1. Um, kind of basics of this, um, we're seeing filing types go in. Uh, people are using amnesty. Some people are just bypassing it and paying their $200 and using their trust. Um, which they can do. So there's both options on our on our website. They can do the amnesty and not pay and file as an individual, or they can use um, the software and pay the tax stamp and use their trust. Um, I've heard through the grapevine through some social media platforms uh, and forums that people have been getting approved, um, which uh, and true ATF eForms passion or fashion that they've done over the last year, um, we'll start seeing approvals pretty quickly now. And then once... Uh, um, more forms go in times will probably slow down atf has said that it's not going to affect the form four process but only time will tell we're still very early into this um but yeah we are on that 120 day time crunch that they're you know set forth to everybody um basically they're there uh, this is kind of getting i don't want to get ahead of everything but it has to be said that um, there are there are organizations that are fighting for people's rights on this. Um, don't think I'm just promoting the use of the software and to file your form one because you don't have to right now. Um, we're, like I said, we're still very early into this. And there's companies like GOA, uh, FRAC, uh, ASA that are digging into this. And you best believe it, people are, are organizations are filing lawsuits against the ATF. Um, I can't foresee the future, um, what will happen, but... Um, if you wanted to wait till the last minute, Silencer Shop has a software, you can easily do your forms. Um, that's kind of the basis of where we're at. Um, ATF has gone through a couple of updates on their website. Uh, country of birth has been changed. Uh, and I talked to you guys about this the other day. Um, the base, the basic change they did was on a form on a re responsible person questionnaire, it would say United States or United States of America. Uh, they changed their format to be United States of America, comma, the. They did that with a, <laughs> almost every country of birth. Um, so they pretty much just, they, they do what the government does best and they made it even worse. Like they, they literally took a website and went, how could we make this more ridiculous? And they did that is what you're telling me. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Something little minute like that can literally rock the entire nation by a comma the well it also throws a whole curveball at like i mean kind of what you mentioned the other day like the software and stuff that you guys use to um what do i want to say to work with e-forms it throws a whole curveball at you guys from that aspect too so who knows i mean you never know with an agency like the atf why exactly they do that kind of stuff but it throws some mega curveballs and to kind of branch back to what you were saying about the um every like people that are fighting the brace ruling i remembered it was the armed scholar that i was 
watched his um, YouTube the other day. And the federal courts are supposed to have some sort of ruling or um, I don't even know if that's the right term for it. They're supposed to make some form of decision by March 24th, if I remember correct. Um, so I guess anybody that is kind of sitting tight at the current moment, there should be a little bit more light, I think, around that time frame. I'm glad that you watch his videos because I stopped because I'm tired of his clickbait titles. I'm kind of tired of the clickbait too, but when I saw that one, I was like, I'm going to watch this just to see what he says, because I forget what the title was. It was, it was clickbaity. I know exactly what it was. It was a about. clickbaity one, and I, yeah, I just was like, I need to watch that today, because so I, I felt like I needed to watch it. I did one clickbaity title, and the internet decided to light me on fire. He does them every week, and nobody cares, so I'm just going <laughs> to... Well, that, that's good you brought that up, Millar. Um, it this is what people who are listening um, need to know is that there is information out there. There's good information. Be educated about what's going on. Don't make a rash decision. Don't freak out. There's nothing to freak out about. Educate yourself on what our government's actually doing. Um, it's only going to help yourself. Um, the, the gun industry as a whole, we always have to learn what is going on to better protect our rights. Yes, we have, uh, I'm saying that there are organizations that are helping us, but also for your own mind, please educate yourself on what is going on. There are a bunch of useful sources out there. Like I've mentioned, FRAC, ASA, and um, the, the guy you watch, Malar, um, they're doing some great stuff. Yeah, and I, I one thing to kind of add to that, though, is like I definitely recommend checking multiple sources. Um, and I think I brought this up in a past podcast, but I watched Guns and Gadgets once, and um, I clicked on it. And his title was regarding concealed carry permits, but the lawsuit that he was actually referencing had nothing to do with concealed carry permits. So make sure whoever you're watching, um, you do go back and validate that information, whether you're Googling and seeing what other information is out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely some good sources out there. Just double check your information too. So I... I have I have to agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, but I had another question for you, Justin. How, how what is this doing with? Um, you said there are, there are already stamps coming back. So does this mean that the wait times are now coming down? Are they getting more agents, or uh, do we know what's going on there? I, I don't really know what's going on there, but historically we know that form ones are always faster than form fours. Always, always have been. I I want to know why. Does can someone tell me why? If I knew the answer, I wouldn't be doing a podcast on Friday night. This is I, very true. <laughs> I think it has to. I think it has to do with who's reviewing them, because the other thing that was requested, and I saw this from the, um, uh, why am I blanking right now? The American Silencer Association posted on their Instagram that they actually spoke with the ATF at Shot Show, and they requested either prior to Shot Show or at Shot Show that there actually be different reviewers reviewing um, the amnesty submissions versus your paid for form ones. Um, so with that, hopefully the those that are paying the $200 fall in a completely different bucket of review than the millions and millions and millions of braces that are out there uh, potentially to be submitted. Well, that would be the smart thing to do. Um, I mean, what they what they tell us is not always what they do. Um, we would hope that when they set, when they were announcing this ruling that they had a plan in place. And I mean, if that's the plan, then they need to follow through with it. Um, and I hope you didn't I'm expect the government to have a plan. <laughs> and I'm glad you said, uh, I know I've said ASA multiple times without saying the actual name, American Silencer Association. Um, they're a great company. People can reach out to them directly. They'll give them the information they have. Their website's great with information. They're updating it all the time. Um, Knox over there is a great guy. Um, it's just a great team that works for everybody. Yeah, I've been following them for a little bit. And um, I mean, we kind of touched on the Firearms Policy Coalition, I think, last time and the frustrations around a lot of their clickbait stuff. Um, but I think, honestly, I think if I'm going to throw money at anyone, it's definitely going to be FRAC or uh, the American Silencer Association. Those are the two they're at the top of my list right now that I can see are, are fighting those fights that I personally um, 
what I want to say, like feel invested in. Right. Yeah, I completely agree there. Um, I did have one other question. Uh, were you specifically seeing these returns on stamps uh, from Amnesty or from $200 tax stamps submitted after this went into place? Like, or do you know if they are now approving amnesties faster is what I guess what I'm asking. I can't, I can't say for sure on that. Um, you know, I, I'm seeing this stuff on forums that these people don't actually, the, the information is not accurate. Um, so I can't say for sure if it is or not. I just know oh, people. Are... Yeah. At forums. I saw they were like, I, I filed mine mid January. They didn't give me a date. It came back now. Um, uh, is it is it a amnesty or is it just to pay two hundred dollars? They I don't know. There's all these people that put their stuff out there just to gain credibility. True. Because I mean, it's... form 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 ones. Like I said, they, um, I I will be I will be honest with you. I saw some uh, late December, early January, come back in thirteen days. See, and that's that's the thing I don't necessarily understand. Like, why are guys waiting? seven nine to 12 months for form fours but they're not they they can process a form one in in 13 days like to me that seems it seems like they're intentionally holding stuff back at that point that, that that's how it looks to me they always have they always have i don't know that seems like bullshit i mean i think the pace for form ones right now is roughly it was at one point like 30 ish days and i think we're getting closer to 60 on that from what i've seen um, but Justin could probably speak a little bit better towards that. Yeah, I mean, I can just speak on my on my personal form ones. I did one. Let's see, I certified it um, December nineteenth, December nineteenth of twenty twenty two, and it took fifty two days. Um, which is which is still not bad. I mean, the first no. SBR that I submitted for, I think it took seven or eight months. Um, and that was, that was a long time ago at this point, but yeah, I mean, it was like seven months. So to even be down to 52 days is impressive, I guess, at this point for me, at least from what I experienced the first time. Yeah, yeah, no, you're exactly right. Um, any, anything under, <laughs> I, I mean, me personally, anything under 120 days for either a form one or a form four is, is, is good. It's perfect. Right. With the amount of people that are that are wanting to file for a silencer, I mean, silencers are bigger now than they ever been, um, and I've seen that over the last five years of me working at silencer shop. The increase of new suppressor owners, which is I, I love it. People are taking this somewhat older theory of it being a cumbersome process and using software to make this process easier for them and to be able to own silencers. And I, I'm just thankful to see that growth in our country. Yeah, well, and, and Millar, you being the one out of the both of us who have suppressors, uh, because mm -hmm. I'm a bitch and I just use other people's. Um, what like what was your turnaround time for your suppressor? Like, can you can you give? Specific I mean, I I have times? three, so I have three, and I I literally screenshot them. I'd have to dig through my phone, but I can tell you that my my I can't remember actually if it was my Micro Thirty or my Razor Seven Six Two. One of them took like well over a year. Um, the other one I think was in the like eight month range. Um, surprisingly when I got the one back, I think I was actually compared to like following the internet charts of where things stand. Um, I think mine was actually like a month before what other people's were at the time. So that's, that's pretty interesting. Cause I'm, I don't, I, I have a feeling it's going to take like 10 years for me to get my suppressors when they go to, when they get in. I, I want to find out I want to find out how they do the batch approvals oh you know what's funny I actually know okay so I'm not going to say his name he's a guy that I go shooting with um he messaged me like six months ago and he was like dude I got all my surefire cans like out at once I think he got he had like six cans um and all of them came in like the same day like he he, he was like oh I get to go pick up all my he's like he's like walking out with like did he submit them like separate yeah, I think he submitted he he submitted them two at a time, I believe, is what is how he put it. Um, I'd have to go look through our our text messages, um, but yeah, he uh, he's pretty knowledgeable about this stuff. He loves he. I mean, we talk a shitload about random guns, um, but he's got a ton of 
uh, a ton of stuff that that is very high end because uh, he's got all of the surefire cans. I think every single surefire can he's got like so he's he's he knows who he is he knows who i'm talking about right now he's probably listening and laughing at me (laughs) um he's he's definitely one of those dudes who was like oh yeah i put it in i put in two here i put in two here i think they were months apart from what he was stating and they and they all came in at the same time like he got a batch of brutal i I would love to know how to get onto that page (laughs) (laughs) i i will tell you um I've only seen it a couple of times, but it has happened. Will it happen to everybody? No, it will not. Um, basically, how I've always um, talked about silencers and form fours, even if, or any any form that goes to the ATF, you're playing Russian roulette. It's a crapshoot, right? Um, however many you put in, um, I can tell you right now, I've got three three form fours in, and I'm about to have four form ones in. Um, so. I mean, what's the magic number? Everybody thought it was six last year, and I've seen it with six um, at any point in time, but I've also seen the same people or the other people that have six out that don't get any special treatment. So that's the arbitrary um, process that the ATF has. Oh, so he could have just had like like the magic number and then got yeah. them all. Okay, exactly. that's that's interesting. I didn't I didn't realize that they they had that. I thought like some dudes like put in two cans like a month apart from each other and then bam they had them. But my, right. does, my that, is, does it need to be just form ones or can I like you know submit you know four form fours and two form ones? <laughs> I've like, only uh, ever seen it. I've only ever seen it on form fours. All right, so I need to order at least another five cans. I know where you can buy them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, has sure uh, surefire? Wow, <laughs> that's on my head. Um, has silencer shop seen a drastic increase of 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 traffic for those amnesties? And I'm not not trying to out anybody. Like, if if, if I'm going to tell you right now, I'm personally not going to file for an amnesty. But if that's it, because that's a that's personal reasons for me. But if if you're in a financial situation and you're going to file for an amnesty, I'm not. I don't. I don't blame you. Um, but I, I. I guess my question is, do you? Can you see that on on the silencer shop end? If that's something you're even allowed to talk about, and then if not, like, uh, I guess we should kind of get into. I guess not the politics, but the uh, the good and the bad of of doing the amnesty because I don't know if we covered that enough last time. Maybe we did, and maybe I'm just beating a dead horse, but. Maybe you can let me know. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like you're kind of stuck on that one, and you have me waffling on what to do. <laughs> well, I'm I'm stuck on it because I feel bad for people who want to put in their their form ones, and they and they want to do that because I personally feel like the government will use that against you. I, I personally do, and I and I know I know that there are people out there. Well, you know, you're trying to do the right thing. Yeah, but I know a lot of people who tried to do the right thing and have been drastically fucked over by the government. But, so, but then but then there's me who is like. I want to submit for two or three, you know, SBRs this year. And I have, you know, that many braces. So it's like, oh, they're going to give me a free stamp. But you have me nervous now because they're like, oh, they're going to they're going to dick with you. I, I personally feel that way. But I, I, I would like to know how, how Justin feels about this. Well, yeah, I mean, we've seen an uptick of uh, the the Form 1 amnesty talks, right? Um, I don't know sales numbers from our our side, but I know there's been a lot of amnesty form ones filed to the ATF, whether it's through us or outside of us through eForms, because people can go to eForms website and do their own form one. There's a lot of stuff that goes into it, responsible person questionnaires and fingerprints and photo and all that stuff like You're that. Getting a lot of feedback off your mic there, real quick, Justin. Oh, is this any better? Yeah, sounds like it. Okay, um, there's a lot of there's a lot of people filing with us or without us. So there is a big uptick in form ones to the ATF. Um, It's definitely the biggest issue that's going on right now. Um, People are still buying form fours or buying silencers like any other day, but the the new customers doing their form ones is definitely higher. And I I do want you to talk about um, should you file for the amnesty or should you not? Because I've already said it a couple of times about not freaking out, educate yourself, we're here for you at the end if you feel like you need to do this. So I, I really think that we need to talk about it some more. Yeah, and I, 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 I do too. My thing is I really want to know what an attorney would say. And I know that you're not an attorney, but like I really want to know what an attorney will say. Like when it when it comes to people are filing for these amnesty things when the when the 120 days is up 
and they have their pistol brace, what's going to happen when the 120 days is up and they're like, Hey, I've, I've still got my stuff in. Am I, am I worried now? Am I going to be worried about the ATF coming in and kicking down my door, um, shooting my dog, you know, all the stuff the ATF normally does. And, you know, like, I don't, I don't want to see people have Ruby Ridge at their house. Now, granted, if that's what you want, you know, by all means, poke whatever bees hornet's nest you want to do, but I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and state right now. I I was about to say, I can already hear the Abrams rolling out front like Waco. (laughs) But that, that, well, that was a T-72. I don't think that was an Abrams. Um, You're you're probably right. That's where uh, I'm from too. (laughs) (laughs) Good old, good old Waco. Um, The, but that's, that's my thing though, is I, I'm, I'm worried that people are going to be worried and they're going to start internet fires. And I guess I kind of want to be out before that happens. Oh yeah. I mean, the internet fires are already there. Um, we're going to have that. We can't stop that. Um, but like I, we keep saying, you know, educate yourself. Um, to answer your question about if the, what, what do attorneys and everything say about this? I, I would probably tell you that they're going through this 300 page document every single day. Um, and I'm sure they probably still don't have it entirely because any government document can be talked about one way, you know, construed this way, interpreted this way, any different, any different type. Um, so I, I, I really don't know if, I mean, I, I don't know. I really don't, but you know, to get back to it, um, it's okay to be scared, I guess, to a sense. Yeah, but don't panic. I mean, but don't panic. That's the well, biggest thing. Don't panic. In any situation where you're scared, you should never panic. That's panic leads to death. Right. Let's just go. Let's just go with that. Let's, all right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're, no, you're exactly. You're exactly right. I, I um, mean, well, at the end of the day, and I think we cover this. Well, we've covered it this cast and the previous cast. There are there's a lot of litigation going on, and nobody should really be panicking at the current moment. The closer we get to like that 120 days where we don't have like a clear path or view, then you probably start to get a little bit more concerned one thing i am going to say is if we are if you're in a if you're in a state of panic if you have a couple dollars even if it's just a dollar go head on over to frack donate them a dollar they're they're not they're not going to say no to your money yes and it's going to help fight this i mean i've been i've been donating here and there just when i get paid a five or ten bucks like granted i'm not made of money guys i am not made of money uh let's go ahead and put that out there i spend most of my stuff on gun stuff so like most of my money goes to that um let's you know if we need to go head on over to frack their their page for donating super easy put in your credit card give them a couple dollars you're gonna go like They'll even, I'm pretty sure they even have a way you can send them money in the mail if that's how you really want to do it. Um, so if you're if you're really panicking, do that. Now again, we're not sponsored by Frack, but you know if they want to kick us some cash, by all means, um, go go head on over there, talk to them. The uh, ASA, I don't, I have not heard of them. Uh, I know you've talked about them, but I've never heard of them. Um, the ASA, I, I'm assuming they have a donate button on their page. Uh, I think so. I think so. I mean, if not, like uh, uh, we were speaking before the podcast, um, uh, even if people want to go ahead and file their form one through Silencer Shop, there's a big note on there that the pro- some of the proceeds per form one are going to the the fight for this. And like I said, we're I don't know exactly who we're facilitating with, but I'm pretty sure it's close to frack. <laughs> so <laughs> we do the same thing. Silencer Shop does. Well, that's, that's actually pretty cool. I'm going to actually, I'm going to pull a link up right now for Frack, and I'm going to put that in the show notes also for ASA and Frack. Um, so that way, if you guys are out there, um, we have links to everything down below. So um, if you guys ever want to buy anything from Brownells or go head on over to Boring Rifles and use our code, um, everything will be in there. You'll be able to look at everything. You literally just scroll right below this podcast. It should be on, if you have Apple Podcasts, you can just scroll right down and look for all that. I will have right under Brownells and right under um, Boring Rifles, I will have the ASA and FRAC, um, and they will all be right in there. So if you want to donate, you can just click that button. You can head on over there. Any uh, any news on uh, any cool any cool things coming out there, Justin? I know I know we're going to talk about suppressors <laughs> now because I'm yeah. I'm very excited to hear how you got to you got to firsthand knowledge about the uh, the new Arrow Precision cans. 
Yeah, so last weekend um, I didn't get to go, um, but my guys and the company went out with Arrow to test the new Lahar 30. Um, uh, great company. We know Arrow as you know the the one of the uh, a great company to start your build on from lowers to rails to controls everything they have um, on their website's great, and uh, now being established um, as making silencers. Um, we got to test or they got to test out, you know, a couple of uh, SPRs and um, shoot them. They performed very well. Um, their Lahar 30 direct thread on their new bolt action platform uh, in 6.5 was awesome. Um, from what I heard, I didn't get to shoot it, but um, all my guys loved it. Um, yeah, it was very exciting that they got to, uh, uh, they got to shoot that. Um, I'm very excited to see what they have coming in the future. And um, just to kind of, now the Lahar, you can actually, it is direct thread from them, but you are able to, from what I saw, um, for instance, like Rugged has the rum mount. I could actually remove the back and put the rum mount on and then be able to use my Rugged uh, muzzle devices and have actually a QD set up as well. Correct. Yeah. So they're, the Lahars come uh, direct thread, uh, but they have the removable um, hub mount so it's 1375 by 24 which is kind of the industry standard across multiple companies um to use your pre-existing muzzle devices with that current qd system in the cans it was pretty cool yeah i was i was very excited you know me being a rugged guy when they dropped the room that uh yeah. i definitely have a lot of questions for you <laughs> about yeah. uh different uh options that i can mount onto that but that was one one that i noticed was the lahar um so who knows? Maybe maybe I'll snag one of those in the in the future and and run that with my uh, my rugged mount. Yeah, I definitely think it's something to look at. The price point's good um, for for what it is, um, and then to be able to use it with your coexisting mounts. I mean, it saves you money. You don't have to reinvent your guns and take off muzzle devices and re rock set them and everything like that. So um, it's a benefit to the end user if you already have a pre existing uh, mount system. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. <laughs> yeah, so that was last weekend. And then uh, today uh, I got to spend uh, uh, most of the day with uh, the guys from JK Armament. Um, they've been kind of blowing up uh, here over the last uh, about four months, I guess now. Um, uh, we launched their, uh, this is a silencer shop exclusive, the uh, their new shotgun cam. Um, I get the pleasure of waking up bright and early in the morning in the 30 degree temperature and they go shoot a full auto 12 gauge shotgun from uh, Genesis. Are, are they still doing their form one cans or did they um, stray away from that? Like, like when the, I guess it was around the time the ATF was given the form one um, uh, hassle. I want to, I think it's yeah, the way to word yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, uh, JK was a form one, just a solvent trap company for a while. Um, I've heard great things about them for yeah. sure. Yeah. So they they've people are gonna construe this, but um, it's a new company. But the backbone of the company is legit. They've got tons of years of experience. So the uh, the owner, uh, and I'm going to name drop here, Jake Kunski, um, was actually the developer of the Maxim that won Best in Shot Show 2019. Uh, he was a master armor in the Army. Um, he developed, uh, he actually worked at Gym Tech back in the day and developed, oh, wow. the, developed the Aurora and the uh, Gym Tech Integra. Um, he's now doing this. So when, when he came out with the solvent traps, everybody you know, thought this was a new person. No, he's been around a long time. Um, and he's developing some really cool stuff. This shotgun can, um, I've held it, I've mounted it, I've seen it shot. I'm gonna get to shoot it tomorrow. Um, I'll tell you, this is probably one of the hottest cans for this year. It's gonna be awesome. I haven't, uh, I haven't, I think Hoodlum mentioned this earlier. It's not too huge on shotguns, but yeah, I, I haven't dabbled too much in that. I'm, I'm still yeah. in the, the the pistol and AR world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, same here. But I mean, this this can has literally got me, literally got me thinking of getting in a shotgun game. I I'd like I definitely like to try a shotgun with a suppressor, and I mean, check it out. Ultimately, I mean, probably just like a shotgun without a suppressor, it sucks. <laughs> it it'll be oh, quieter. We'll, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. 
We'll see. Um, I've seen some uh, test data um, from the uh, Genesis 12, um, the little seven inch uh, uh, semi-auto shotgun um, at 12 meters, uh, literally go off a of paper. And then with the JK, uh, uh, I think it was the Versa X or their, yeah, their, their, one of their, their shorter 12 gauge can. Here's the Versa X. Um, literally at the same distance, be about a potato size on the target at 12 meters. Oh, wow. They have um, the choke system is not your traditional choke system. They're using the choke at the end of the can. So you can buy different chokes. Um, they're doing some in-house uh, manufacturing for uh, barrel chokes as well for mounting. Um, they're, they're doing some pretty cool stuff. And I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's great to see, you know, a, 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 a U.S. company doing all this stuff in-house. It's all in Idaho. Yeah, that'll, I'm, I'm definitely interested to hear your um, review after tomorrow and see see what you think. Um, and then it's it's definitely interesting to hear before now it was like all it was off paper and now it's down to, you know, potato sized is pretty, pretty drastic difference that we're talking yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. So it's at 12 meters. I might have just stole a sale from you, Scott. Um, <laughs> the uh, the uh, the 12 gauge thing that I mean, the shotgun thing, first of all, shotguns belong in museums and they are only good for bird hunting other than that <laughs> don't ever have one um my question is can you only run slugs no i think you do bird shot i think the only thing you can't go through there is that uh dragon's breath stuff why not that would be great to run through a can <laughs> that's useless <laughs> well, so we're that's shotguns. for that's for that's for the gram <laughs> No, shotguns are great. Yeah, for hunting. So I mean, if you're out, you're out in the field and you're slinging around a 22 inch shotgun, right? 22 inch barrel, and you know by the end of the day, you get tired if you're walking through fields. Um, this can there's two different configurations. So you have a you have a Seg 12 or no, not the Seg 12. Uh, crap, model numbers. Uh, I think it's the Seg 12 comes in uh, seven baffles, and the small Versa X comes in four baffles. At four baffles, it's I think like seven ounces. So that's a okay. That's a pretty lightweight can. Um, yeah. Does that have limitations? Like it can't run like a full. You can't like stuff it on an A twelve or you can. Uh, you probably can. So I, I actually held the can today that was at Shot Show in the burn pit, and they ran twenty five hundred rounds through it in three hours. Holy shit! First of all, I feel bad for that guy's shoulder. I used to shoot a uh, competition shotgun. Yeah. Like I used to do skeet. Um, no. That was the worst so i couldn't imagine 2400 rounds it wasn't the same person that they had uh they were but yeah it was a it was a sponsored event from ammo week and a bunch of other companies that shot with jk and they had tickets people come up and just do a mag dump through the uh, john wick uh, seg 12 or sorry genesis 12 oh i was gonna say his first one was a seg 12 i think the new one now is is that yeah. is that one that taryn built um yeah. the I, I i just hate shotguns i've got nothing i have an 870 that's 15 years old that still sits in the safe because i just i i never shoot my shotgun i have i think i have like 700 rounds of shotgun ammo i never shoot it <laughs> well let's let's talk about what did uh what's something new that you got this week something new that i got this week um oh, so the last two weeks i got uh i got some black hills ammo uh i've actually been oh. dying to get my hands on the 77 grain otm black hills so i picked up 100 rounds of that which cost me like 115 bucks um but i got that so i'm going to be doing some accuracy testing on my 13.9 as of right now i'm waiting on my geisley 14.5 urgi to come in so i can do another um I'm going to do another uh, build series on that, but it's technically it's technically not a build. It's an upper. It's a complete upper, but it's for fighting rifle stuff. So I'm, I'm doing a lot of that. Uh, as of right now, I've kind of waited on putting in my Form 1 as of last time when we had you on. I was going to put in my Form 1 when we got done. I talked with my wife. I don't have the money. At the, I did not have the money at the time, so I got I to hold off on that. But that's my next uh, purchase. Um, so my next my next purchase will definitely be the... $250 to silencer shop so I can, I can get my form one coming in. Right. That's awesome. Um, uh, Millar, tell me about that, uh, that lower that you used to open up your Guinness bottle a while ago. Uh, that, oh, oh, today. Yeah, that was, uh, so that was an 80 that, uh, I milled, um, due to my state laws. I recently had to <clears throat> serialize that, but, uh, 
that had a it's called a squatch tooth uh trigger guard i'm not sure he's still around i went and checked out his instagram um and the instagram is still there however the link to his site um is dead so i i think he might have uh closed up shop there but yeah it's got a um the the trigger guard is a is a bottle opener i actually have two of them because when i was chatting with him i was running my raw 80 which if those that have been following me on uh instagram for a while i was running a raw one for a long time um which i will that will be coming back out here soon because i did uh i threw some serial numbers on that too so i don't get in trouble and uh my dogs are safe but <laughs> but uh yeah, so that that'll be back out. But he did. Uh, he sent me out too. I have a black one that I threw on that green lower, um, and then I've got a raw um, squatch tooth as well that might wind up on another uh, raw lower here at some point. Yeah, that's awesome. That's interesting. Um, I don't want to get into a soapbox about your state laws, but you know limitations that you know. So you are abiding by you know your state laws and you're educated on your state laws, which everybody should be. Um, I think it's always fair to say to the best of your ability, kind of like yes. we say we aren't a, attorneys. Like it's always <laughs> hard to tell. Sometimes it's very, there are areas that feel gray, but I do my best to uh, stay within the confines of the law as clear as they are. I'm glad uh, someone's to, following the law because I almost never do. I mean, we talked about this. We're doing the content creator thing. Like there, you definitely, you've got to, uh, you got to abide by that because we're throwing our stuff out there. So yeah, I, I definitely, right. I, I try to pay attention to it and understand it. And I mean, we've talked about this in previous podcasts. I think even the last one, my day job is compliance. So like mm-hmm. I nitpick that stuff and try to understand what the kind finds are um, to the best of my ability. Yeah. I, I still never follow the law. That's probably my thing. Cops come at me. Um, <clears throat> hence the name Hoodlum. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Hence the name Hoodlum. <laughs> hey, a couple of my very dead friends would not be very happy if I followed the law, but I'm just going to go ahead and say that. So, but yeah, I'm. Uh, I've I've had a few 80s sitting. Well, I I mean, I had talked about that. I I've done a fair amount of p80s and those had been sitting after they passed their legislation i i did serialize those and um you'll start seeing those pop up back in my content i especially love my robin egg blue that one's always a a favorite robin egg blue i didn't know next thing you're going to tell me you're going to want to have breakfast at tiffany's uh that's a different color that's that that's tiffany's blue get your blues right get your blues same right. fucking blue i don't care what it's not doing. the same blue go on the Cerakote site uh, <laughs> I don't care. You, don't, you don't even want to see my front and back door to my house then oh is it is my, it robin's my, egg blue i have no idea what color it is my old age is on this house dude yeah my wife uh, all the time my wife will sit there and be like you don't even know that color i'm like hell fucking no i don't know that color i don't know she was trying to tell me the other day I can't remember. It was like his, I was like, that's purple. And she's like, it's not purple. She's like, this is purple. And I'm like, yeah, that's also purple. And she's like, no, this is violet. And I'm like, that's purple. Like, isn't that purple? And she's like, no, it's violet. I'm like, look, man, it looks purple. And she's like, you are such a barbarian. (laughs) I was like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Purple is purple. I don't care what shade of purple it is. It could be a lighter shade of purple or a darker shade of purple. Oh, yeah. Well, well, I mean, well, speaking of that, I, I do have a purple lower that will probably be popping up in my content Malark, here soon. Send it to Mike. I, he's my FFL. Just send it right over there. Uh, I, I don't think I could send this one. Um, <laughs> I guess I guess I could. I'd probably need to put my manufacturer info on there. because No, you don't need to do I'm, anything. Uh, yeah. You don't need uh, to do I, anything. You've seen my uh, purple SOP mod too, right? No, I, you've told me about. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna have a full flex soon. The purple, bright purple, cerakoted lower, and then I've got a what is it? Je machine. Uh, I think they refer to it as Punisher purple. Uh, sop mod stock. So yeah, I, I always said if they made me serialize these things, I was bringing them all to life. So I'm gonna build all of these lowers. Well, uh, I, I've never actually had a polymer or a polymer eighty like an eighty. Uh, frame so what can you elaborate do do people 
I mean, I'm talking about an AR-80. Yeah, same thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, go, go into a little bit of that. So 80% lowers. Aren't uh, they like, are they illegal now? Like, what's <laughs> up with those things? No, you can, you can still order them. Okay. You can still order them. Um, I actually, uh, I mean, you know, I hang out outside of my state on a fairly regular basis. Uh, I have a couple of buddies that ordered a few uh, recently. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as finishing it, I mean, you need a jig or you need a CNC machine, whatever, whatever you can get your hands on to, to finish it, I guess. What I want to know is the LAPD has a CNC machine. I want to know how many cops during that whole time frame were for 80% lowers would, would go in and have the CNC programmer pre-program, uh, some stuff. And then run some 80% lowers because I guarantee you, I guarantee you, I know there were cops passing around money to somebody. I know it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go off of that. I, I don't, I don't, I mean, I think that is, I, I'm not even, I'm not even sure I can really say much, but I, I've heard stories of folks well, that work in military machine shops and I'll leave it at that. Hey man, nothing wrong with a good old M4 pocket. Um, <clears throat> there, there is nothing wrong with a good M4, <laughs> M4 pocket. The, uh, the, uh, the funny thing though that I, I see with a lot of this is it's a, it's a big like, oh, I feel like it's like a money grab. Like they're, I, I almost feel like, like companies like Daniel Defense and like Radical Firearms, they were like, no, all these. 80% firearms, you can have those. And they all like got together and told the government they need to go after them. Like, I have a feeling like that's what's going on in the back rooms. Like there are, there are pro-gun companies, but they're like, only if you buy our guns. Like we're only pro-gun if you buy our shit. Does anybody else have that feeling or is it just me? Well, I mean, there's probably a little bit of that, but you got to take it um, to a, you, you name dropped some big companies that are military based or sorry. They support the military. They are consumer-based. They are a big-time manufacturer and distributor of their guns. An 80% lower requires the end user to drill and mill their lower, build it, and do everything. When you do that, what happens when the receiver cracks? You're out your time, hours, and everything like that, whereas manufacturers have manufacturer warranties. They're tried and true and tested. I can see from both ends. You're, you're exactly right, Hoodlum. Like, are they going against it? Or are they not? But from a service standpoint, same way I was kind of against form one suppressors. Um, yeah. Form one, it drill it, do whatever you want to do. When you blow it up, what are you going to do? Pay another $200. We have manufacturers that manufacture silencers that are there for you to, if you do blow it up, they will cover it. They're even going to the links of where they serialize the portion, they're designing the silencer to on the blast chamber where you can't have a malfunction unless you, I've actually seen this, silencer gets shot downrange and gets hit by the next bullet. If that happens, then you're just, you're screwed. Oh, full, um, you, full send. Oh, so had a, had a guy that just bought a Surefire can't, I'm not gonna name drop him. I don't, I'm pretty sure he also listens to this podcast, but um, I went to go uh, to the range with a buddy and he has his cans still in jail, but at this range, you're allowed to shoot your cans that are in jail. And um, he's shooting his surefire can just like plink, plinking away. And I guess he just didn't have it on there correctly. Or he didn't tighten down the collar, his first surefire can and just bloop, sent it right down range. Just launched a good, like 60, 50 yards, just that's, all the way that's down. That's what they're the designed the for. Yeah. And if, and if you get it carbon locked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not get it carbon locked. Let's put it that way. No, the, the surefire cans, uh, especially like the RC2s um, or the SB2s needed that use their um, their locking collar, it can be put on incorrectly very easily. Very easily. Um, mm -hmm. So it, it happens a lot, which um, me as a silencer owner, I have a plethora of silencers. Um, and I think I told, it, told you all this last time. I literally only have two cans that are QD or some sort of QD system. Everything else is direct thread. Purpose built. I hear that from purpose. guys who own a lot of cans. It's everything is direct thread. You know, I wanted to ask you, and I don't know if I'm jumping into something that maybe we would cover on a future cast, but if you were at a 5.56 and you were considering a can, would you suggest a 7.62 can 
or a 5.56 proprietary can. And um, I mean, myself, I've went with 7.62 cans for my first rifle cans, but I also am very curious to try a 5.56 can to do to hear the comparison between the two different um you know i don't even want to no. i don't even know what to say like no, no, the bore, the no, borehole no. at the end or that or just the 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 baffling because they they obviously changed the internals slightly too yes so in true fashion um sorry guys i had uh some very good barbecue for lunch today and it's kind of upsetting me a little bit um i'm upset that you didn't share it um <laughs> this is true you you want to get your you want to get your silencer bore aperture as close to the caliber as it could possibly be for suppression i'm not gonna say max suppression because some silencers with a 556 bore are not good um so i i will i'm not going to name drop but there are some pretty big companies and pretty big name testers and influencers that are um, changing the game as far as barrel length, gas length, and silencer bore aperture. Because 5.56 is the hardest round to suppress. It's naturally supersonic. You know, you're running, I mean, just say 16 inch gun with a, you know, 55 grain bullet, you're 3,400 feet per second, right? Um, which is totally, I mean, it's super fast. It's very hard to get. Now you go down to like a Mark 18 You're size. You're scratching and, up again. Sorry. Um, better. Um, you go now down to like a Mark 18 size, uh, 10.3, and now you want to use the same suppressor to suppress, to suppress it. Very hard. Um, so there's a couple of big name companies that are coming out with what we what we can know for the 5.56 round or even six millimeter round, because we're now going into that, that six millimeter category. I shoot six arc. Um, proper barrel length with proper gas length on a proper AR. Most suppressors with that six millimeter bore can suppress very well. So what you're telling me is we can't run a five inch barrel six arc and get good suppression. Um, I don't know about that short. I run 11 inch six arc and it does pretty good. Oh, okay. It's also, okay. It's also, it's also a bolt gun too. So, but, um, I feel like this actually might be like, we might be just kind of, um, tipping the iceberg, but I feel like this could be another good episode to actually run through suggestions, mm -hmm. obviously not brands because we don't want to touch that, but what to look at when jumping into your first I mean, rifle or pistol can mm -hmm. um, potentially a future episode here. Oh, hundred percent. There's tons of things to, um, to factor in when you're, when you're buying a silencer. Um, you've got to really, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered and some people are not, they don't know what questions to ask. And so that's where um, myself and, you know, companies that sell silencers, um, of course, you know, I work for one of them, but um we ask those questions to figure out what they're wanting to do and what their objective is. Um, there's, there's always a right silencer for the purpose. There always is. Is it the best? It may not be for that purpose, but it's going to do what it needs to do. Um, I never want anybody to shoot unsuppressed. That's my main goal. So to get you into a silencer, if it only takes a few hundred dollars, then that's fine. Um, but you can spend... suppressed around you. I'm going to go do it. <laughs> as, yeah. as I say, as I say, run suppressed, stay blessed. <laughs> I'm going to drive That's... Justin nuts. He's going to be like, shut up with your loud guns. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't. Yeah. Um, I don't care for it to be honest with you. Um, because I mean, it's our, it's our right to be able to own these silencers as the process, what we need it to be. No, but at least try to do it and get your silencer and, and, there's a lot of benefits to it. And this can be on another podcast as well. I know we're kind of running short on time here, but um, there's a lot of great benefits of shooting suppressed with a silencer. I definitely, I agree. I think it, it's a hundred percent a game changer. And I mean, I always try to get my, my friends that aren't running suppressed 
uh, to jump into it. And one of them, I think I mentioned this on the last podcast, he's re- waiting on a uh, rugged razor five five six. So I'm I'm dying to see how that is compared to my micro thirty and then my razor seven six two as well. Um, in just comparison to the tone and just how it how it sounds overall. Yeah, you'll find some uh, some you'll find some different things between those three cans. All three cans are great, man. I've ran all three of those cans. Um, I ran a micro thirty on a uh, two forty a couple of years ago. And it, it perfect. Um, it oh, is that perfect. the is is that the the rugged two two forty? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I don't remember which two forty it was. Probably ours. I don't know. It was a couple of years oh, ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, um, I know they own. I I feel like they own a two forty that they post. I, it probably I was. I'm not sure. Um, but the 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 Razor seven six two is great. I've ran it on some uh, uh some like eighteen inch three hundred eights. They've been great ARs. Um, I've ran the rugged uh or the, sorry the Razor five five six on sixteen inch fourteen five eleven five and then ten three mark eighteen. Um. It does great. I mean, their cans are, you know, belt fed rated. You can run the crap out of them. And I mean, their warranty and customer service is top notch. I've got rugged is a great company, which is why I just bought an Alaskan and Obsidian nine. <laughs> I, I was eyeing that. Um, did you get the Taiwan? No, the Alaskan? No, uh, titanium. Yeah. I was eyeing that titanium Alaskan. That thing. Uh... Dude, it's light. It's light. Yeah, I keep seeing them post like videos comparing it to like it's lighter than like an apple, and I was like, "That's what I need on the front." <laughs> After adding my D ball on there, that's what just, I need. I'm gonna go ahead and say this. Did you guys know that B and T is coming out with Surefire um, can't like Surefire compatible device cans? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I have the list of the cans that are compatible with that. Um, well, one of the guys that I shoot with actually has one in jail. And I actually got to see it. It's actually a pretty cool can. Um, but it it does not. It like between a Surefire RC30 or RC2 30 cal, whatever the 30 cal can one is, and that can, they're both about the same diameter, but the mm-hmm. B&T is less back pressure. But it's it's not as yeah. quiet. Um, right. But I, I, I will say, I will say, no gas to the face like right. i shot i shot 30 rounds very rapidly m193 and i got no gas to the face like well that's what yeah when you when you start talking about um reduced blowback or anything like that it's it's a give and take so where where's the gas going um when you get reduced blowback it's predominantly going through the front of the can which why you said it's not all that quiet but you get no gas in the face I, and that's the thing i'm not a big fan of quiet but he was like i bought it and i'm pissed and i'm like why and he's like because it's not very quiet i'm like well first of all we're at an indoor range second of all uh yeah, this, it's is, not gonna is this your buddy you're telling me about that like strives for the quietest no setups? actually it's not him it's actually his, his, okay. his friend um okay. I have a I have a little a small group of, of very Asian people I go shooting with, and I I stand out to them. It's very hilarious. Um, but they're they're all really like they have specifics. Like one guy only runs like HKs. Like he's got a MR five five six that's been built from the ground up to be very MR five five six compatible. Run Surefire cans. There's another dude that just runs like small stuff. I, I they all have cool shit. And uh, one of them I actually got to shoot is. Uh, kh9 the uh the really cool part though is like they all just fucking i don't know if these guys are doctors or attorneys or whatever but they all buy really expensive shit like all the time i'm like where the fuck and they have kids like these people have kids and wives and they just they buy three thousand dollar rifles like do do they want to sponsor a podcast i asked and they told me to fuck off um so so they're 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 doing that but it's a I but he he got it. He was mad, and I'm and I'm like, dude, it's a good can. Like I got no gas at the face. He's also left-handed, so he. I'm like, you might want to consider that. So I think I kind of got him to be more happy with his purchase, but still, like there are a lot of people who think that these cans are going to be super quiet, and they're not as quiet as they want them to be. That internet myth. Yeah, I don't. I hate people who think that suppressors are 
ultra quiet. Like, um, he has a, he has like a, like a the fucking big, big ass can that he put on one of his five, five, six guns. And he's like, it's not as quiet as I want it to be. I'm like, well, first of all, it's five, five, six. <laughs> it's never going to be quiet. Um, but yeah, they're some of these guys, they go, they go hard. But one of my, my buddy, uh, Chow, he loves like properly gassed, really quiet guns. He's got a 300 blackout. That's ultra quiet. Yeah. And that's good to have those friends that, that, like you said, it's properly gassed. They understand the, the operating system of their of their host which makes them the honestly the best person to to sell a silencer to because they actually understand what they're doing and the concept of it not me run over gas all the time <laughs> <laughs> oh man i think we're coming to a close here gentlemen what do you else what else do you guys have going on uh new? Not, not too much i mean you know I'm still working on my uh, BRN-180 project, which is mainly when we're talking Form 1 stuff, what I'm trying to figure out on um, stamping, because I need to stamp a lower for that uh, due to a stock that I have coming. I just have this image in my head for this thing, and I think it is going to turn out hot. Super hot. I The optic, I'm very unclear on what I'm going to use. And, oh, you know, I, I was going to bring this up and I completely forgot until now. I was chatting with Jace. Mm-hmm. He said the aim point rep said that all the, like, I in particular was talking about the T2. Those are being shipped to Ukraine to oh, a, a, yeah. aid in the war. Oh, I so forgot the T, about that. The T2s that you see right now are the T2s that you will see if they're in stock, you may not see them for a very, very long time. shortly. Yes. So and you will not see them for, for a long time. <laughs> so so they um Sport Optics has two in stock. I went and I looked. One was brand new. The other one was a open box model. Um, but yeah, I I I haven't seen them in brown L's and I don't know how long. It's been um, it's been months. Yes. They're they're all going to Ukraine. That sucks. Well, so yeah, so I'm yeah, yeah, so anyway, so my BRN 180 will probably be in EOTech. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there you go, Jace or Jace. Wow, you made me think of Jace. Um, <laughs> Justin, you have something pretty interesting. I don't know if you're allowed to talk about it, but you have something pretty interesting I know is coming up, which I told you I was super excited for. What, um, but what can you tell us? What, what do you have coming up that you can talk about? Um, well, I got a lot of things coming up, but I know exactly which one you're talking about, um, which I'll just leave it at this. I need to decide what I need to put on the other side of my helmet next to my PVS 14. Um, which do I just go ahead you need and do to me? I'll be there. I'll hold my mod light. <laughs> did you, uh, did, did you hit mic up yet? I just feel uh, like I, I got really screechy no. voice for some reason, but I haven't yet. I need, to, man. Uh, I need to like soon. I need to get uh, that lens from him, but, um, uh, yeah, so I've got a night shoot coming up um, with a company that we've talked about tonight um, to test out um, some switches and lasers. Um, but yeah, no, that's what's coming up for me. Uh, it's something that I need to get done is what do I do on the other side of my helmet? Do I just do 1431s or um, do I do a, a FLIR breach or some sort of thermal on the other side? Um, I kind of want to go a little bit Gucci and do a thermal on the other side of my helmet. Um, if you just strap my fat ass there, I'll throw rocks at him while you reload. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that's what's taking up a lot of my, a lot of my, uh, I guess, time and money right now is just uh, night vision stuff. Um, I use it um, for non non practical uses uh, here on my ranch. Uh, I go out and check the horses at night and walk around my property. Of course. How is that uh, not practical? How is that not practical at all? I, I mean, I still have my uh, still have my blackout on me, so. I yeah to do see there you go again. man that's all you need just smoke some coyotes man yeah uh luckily i haven't seen any around here yet i don't, don't have any tracks and nothing's come up missing so the same deer is still running around so when you um, when you get one you got to cut its head off put it on a post for all of its friends oh dude <laughs> i want to I do that but also i want to find me a i'm ready to find a rattlesnake well i mean it's still cold here but you know i want to find a rattlesnake on my back portion oh don't kill the rattlesnakes 
Oh, dude, skin it, put on my cowboy hat. Come on, man. Okay, I'm right. I, I'm okay with that. I, I hate it when people just wait, go, wait, wait a don't second. Do anything. You're gonna put on your cowboy hat? You should yes. totally make. No, no, you should totally add that to your night vision helmet. Like, make him stiff oh. with like sticking up top. Oh, dude, could you imagine? Okay, like a, a mohawk snake head, little yes. snake head, right, right over top of your 14 or your. Yes, third. that's what I'm talking about. Okay, okay. New fashion right. statement. Justin's yep. going to be running around with his little rattlesnake. And then you, a, what you could do is you could still keep the fangs like poking right out. Oh uh, yeah, poking out the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm telling you. I man. think uh, I think Wilcox will like that if I if I do that to the, if I put that on their mount. So I want I want credit for thinking of that. That's all I want. You don't have you could do it. I I don't need to send any money. Just just be like you, thought well, of if, by Hoodlum's Gun Bench. Yeah. If you if nope. you if you make these, I I am going to need one too. So you're going to need to find two of these. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're, we're, I'm in Hill Country, Texas. I'm sure I got a couple of them around here. Yeah, I find rattlesnakes <laughs> all the time. So if I find one, I'm shipping it to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, that, that that that's it for me. Between silencers and work, uh, that takes up ninety percent of my time. So yeah, just night vision stuff. Yeah, well, dude, I'm I I know Millar will nerd out with you on night vision stuff. Um, oh yeah, I'm happy that he now has someone else to vent to you about his night vision concerns. It's not me, so let's just go ahead and say that. Uh, but dude, thank you, Justin, for coming on. This is a fantastic podcast. I love talking with you. I'm sorry that we only have an hour, but I guarantee oh, yeah. you next week if you want to hop on too, we're uh, actually. I don't know what's going on next week. We'll, we'll uh, next next week is uh, Mike from Matt Bach. So we're going to be chatting night vision all uh well yeah. next week's cast is all night vision well there you go we're gonna nerd out about night vision i'm <laughs> gonna be the only guy that doesn't have any so <clears throat> it's by choice i keep buying guns anyway um justin it was awesome to have you on i will be doing some uh, some grouping stuff with my m4 uh my 13.9 my 11.5 stuff like that just to get some stuff out there for you guys but uh, that's what I've got going on here pretty soon. And then I got a couple of cool videos coming out. So if you check the, if you check shooting the shit podcast on YouTube, uh, you'll be able to find my YouTube and uh, you'll see some cool stuff there. Uh, go hit up Millar at its.millar.time at YouTube and Instagram. And then Justin Craven, what is your, what is your thing? What is it called again? Uh, seven underscore JDC. I have to literally search your whole name for that to come up. I, 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 I can shadow, never remember. I get shadow banned. I get shadow banned tons. <laughs> uh, it's, it's really bad on Instagram right now with that. Yeah. What's so funny is I posted a reel the other day and nobody saw it. I got like four likes, posted a photo an hour after I posted that reel. Uh, my LMT, uh, mm-hmm. what am I? I'm sitting at like 120 likes right now. So it's just, I don't understand it. Don't understand. Yeah. Photos must be coming back on Instagram. I don't know. I've been trying the photo thing. It hasn't worked for me. Reels or photos, I get like 50 likes when I used to get over 100. Yeah, they suck. But Justin, you are amazing. I can't thank you enough for coming on. I can't wait to have you back. Uh, I will definitely let you know. Um, like the moment, I, I, we need you in here every month, just or <laughs> even week, just talking about stuff. So I would love to have you back on like weekly. Yes, sir. I, I appreciate you guys a lot. No, man. Thank you. And thank Silencer Shop for all the good work they do. Again, guys, go visit American Silencer Association, ASA. Go visit FRAC, uh, F-R-A-C.com, uh, I believe is what it's called. There will be links to the show notes down below. Justin, you are always an awesome person. How do, I don't know how you're going to end your videos, but Malar, you want to start? Run suppressed, stay blessed. Justin, what do you, how do you end everything? I'm terrible at this. So I'll just say cheers and leave comments below and like and follow everybody on this channel. Thank you, Justin. Uh, I'm going to go with be a hoodlum because I think that's what we ended up with last time. But yeah, be a hoodlum.